Hello, I'm Eric Glissmeyer, welcoming you to this hour of Highway 89, Utah's most scenic musical byway, with a new destination every week for anyone who wants to come along. In this program, we'll be chauffeuring composer Camille Saint-Saëns, using his works to steer our way into the French countryside. With me in the studio today, cellist Kaysen Brown and pianist Larry G. Kaysen is founder and director of the Lyceum Music Festival and music director of the American Heritage School Lyceum Philharmonic. Larry is a member of the Wasatch Trio and piano area director at Snow College in Ephraim, Utah. We'll chat with them after they perform The Swan, which is a movement from Saint-Saëns' musical suite Carnival of the Animals. It evokes the gliding grace of a swimming swan. The Swan by Camille Saint-Saëns, played by cellist Kaysen Brown and pianist Larry G. This is Highway 89, and I'm Eric Glissmeyer. 
So, Kaysen, uh, your great-great-great-grandfather was also a cellist in Utah, I understand. Can you tell us a little bit about him? This is a, a wonderful story, something that I came into uh, after returning from a mission and getting a little bit excited about my own family history. And I, I looked into it. Apparently, there is a, a distant relative that played in Queen Elizabeth's orchestra and crossed the plains in 1852 with this instrument. And when I looked through the family history, there was this picture of this distant relative who I had no relation to holding a very broken cello. And it wasn't too long before I hunted this, this old relative down, and, and that day I actually played this instrument. It was an amazing experience to feel this connection. You know, the, the number one question that every music major has to answer is, well, what are you going to do with that degree? And the answer that I had was, well, well, I don't know, but at least it's in my blood. Um, of all the things that that ancestor had to choose to leave behind, um, the cello made it, along with his family and whatever other goods you can fit in a covered wagon. It, it's, I guess it's in our blood. Now, that, that cello, have you, have you played it then? So I, I have played it. In fact, I played it for a number of years and, and did a recording project with KBYU on the instrument. It's a remarkable instrument made in, in the early 1820s in England. Um, and unfortunately, I, apparently, he didn't, he didn't know that he had to, to hand it down to me. So it was handed down to another um, branch of the family, and they currently are using it for their ch children. But it's been a lot of fun for me to perform with that instrument and, uh, and tell his story, really. Now, I understand that you're a conductor, too. Uh, what do you like most about conducting? Oh, well, there's, there's a lot to like about conducting, but I, I guess for me it's, it's less about the art of conducting and more about inspiring other people. Uh, I, I direct young people. I direct high school-age students mostly in a, a very talented um, youth orchestra, that's really that's performing all over the world. We're performing in the Kennedy Center next year. Uh, we've three times been voted the best instrumental group in the state of Utah uh, for our age group. Um, and really, what I enjoy most about conducting is is showing these students what's me what means so much to me, and that's and that's music. Um, it's what music does for the musicians um, as well as the audience. So tell me, is, is misplacing a conducting baton as easy as misplacing car keys? <laughs> That's why I've got a, an envelope with four of them, and I, <laughs> I rip it open like a quiver, and all of my students shudder when they see the, the baton case open. Um, and uh, the, while, they're no, while I have misplaced them on occasion, it's more common that I hurl them into the audience or into the, 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 uh, the orchestra, which, as you can guess, is, is an equally... Unpleasant experience. <laughs> Ever caused an injury? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a preference uh, for material for your baton? Well, that's a good question. I, I prefer the old wood style. There are a number of, of um, fiberglass entities now. I've got a, a sword, for lack of a better term. It's not quite as long as Toscanini's, but it's about 16 inches long, natural wood. Um, and, uh, and it gets the job done with young students anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, Larry, I have a couple of questions for you, too. Uh, Certainly. Your time is split between soloing, accompanying, teaching, and arranging music. Very briefly, what do you like best about each of those activities? I think all of them form a whole that uh, uh, has been unique and is just me. 
You're in demand quite a lot as a pianist and an accompanist in the Salt Lake community, and it seems inevitable that you've had some very last-minute performance requests. Are there any that are especially memorable? Oh, I don't know about last-minute requests. I, I, I do remember one time being in Italy and uh, uh, performing Ravel Sagan, and uh, that's not the easiest piece in the world, and the violinist had the piano part, and we were about to go out before many officials of the Bank of Italy, and, uh, and uh, I turned to her and said, where's the piano part? And her face turned white as a sheet, and she says, I don't have it with me, and here we're about to go out. And so I said, well... I'll do the best I can, and uh, we went out, and uh, and her beginning cadenza was very tremulous, but uh, other than that, we made it through just fine, and so it's just a matter of keeping cool and doing your best. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, um, I think it's time to get back to the music now. Let's hear some more Saint-Saëns now. This, we're going to hear the second and third movements of Saint-Saëns Cello Sonata Number no. 2, once again, we have cellist Kaysen Brown and pianist Larry G here on Highway 89. Thank you. 
This is an old Saint-Saëns edition of Highway 89, and those were two movements of his cello sonata number two, played by <clears throat> cellist Kaysen Brown and pianist Larry G. Larry, how did you and Kaysen start working together? Um, I believe it was to accompany a uh, uh, recital, wasn't it? I, yes, it was to accompany his uh, first recital at the University of Utah when he was on his undergraduate degree. So how long ago was that? Um, about 10 years ago. And I understand you've played a lot of cello repertoire, cello piano repertoire together over those years. We have. We have. All the five Beethoven sonatas and much more than that. Have you performed all of those before an audience, or was a lot of that just for fun between the two of you? I think we performed most of them at one time or another, didn't we, Kaysen? Yes. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, well, good. Um, Kaysen, can you tell us about this next piece? It's the, the last piece on the program, the first cello sonata by Saint-Saëns. So this is what started it all for us. I, when, I, when I'm looking to find a program, and Larry alluded to the fact that we've played a lot of the cello repertoire, I said, Larry, let's find something that's like that first, cello, that first sonata by Sassons. And we looked and looked, and uh, it, it seems that fate decreed that we should play the second sonata by Sassons, which is virtually unknown. The piece that we just played is almost impossible to find. In fact, it's not in print anymore. I've never heard it performed live, and that's part of the charm that we had. But I guess we were attracted to that second sonata because we love this first one so much. It's a, <laughs> it's a real tour de force. It gives you all of the, the satisfying, cellistic things. Um, it's, it's an athletic sonata. It uses the low part of the piano and the cello, so we really get to dig in. And it, and it ends sort of in this French flurry of feathers that you'll, um, that you'll certainly recognize. It's, it's as though he thought, well, I'm going to write a cello concerto, yes, but this cello sonata should maybe even be bigger. Well, we're ready to hear it. This is the final selection today on Highway 89. All three movements of the Saint-Saëns' first cello sonata performed by cellist Kaysen Brown and pianist Larry G. Thank you. 
Dynamite, the workout. <laughs> Cellist Kaysen Brown and pianist Larry G playing Camille Sanson's Cello Sonata Number 1. And that concludes another musical trip on Highway 89. Thanks to our guests for coming to our studio and performing for us. Highway 89 takes you to any number of destinations, every one of them musical and memorable. We'd love to hear from you anytime about our program. Contact us at highway89 at byu.edu. And we look forward to having you with us next time. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting. I'm Eric Glissmeyer. Thanks for listening. <laughs>